0: So one of the things that I really enjoyed while I was away this summer on my renewal leave is that I had long blocks of time uh, that I could uh, just read. Uh, One of the things that uh, gets taken from me uh, in my everyday routine of life is time to just crack a book that I don't have to read, but just crack a book that would just bring me joy and bring me new knowledge, and that's what I had a lot of time doing uh, this summer. And one of the stories that I read was by William Barker, and he was writing a story about the Isle of Iona. Iona is a very small island off the coast of Scotland. And back in the 6th century, uh, uh, St. Saint, um, Saint Columba uh, sailed from Ireland to uh, the Isle of Iona, and in that moment created this environment in which Christians all throughout these ages Would go back to Iona, and uh, have have an experience uh, with the body of Christ there, and it's just a spectacular place that it's now on my bucket list of things that I want to see. Now, one of the 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 focal point of the island is really this Abbey Church, which I I brought a picture of today. Uh, The Abbey Church, uh, uh, back in the uh, it's fourteen hundred years old. The foundation of the church is fourteen hundred years old. And it it has uh, gone through a lot of um, ruins. Uh, In fact, it was not until 1938 that a pastor by the name of of McLeod went back to Iona and painstakingly and with great love and with a team of people uh, were able to resurrect this uh, chapel uh, from ruins, one stone at a time. And, And they just built this beautiful, beautiful place. And so when they finished the exterior, then they went into the interior. And in the interior, uh, this beautiful chapel, uh, it has, uh, had, a, had a lot of work to be done to it. Uh, they had to put a new roof in it with wood. Some of the wood was restored, and other wood had to be brought onto the island. And, 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 and so they were getting ready for the first worship service. And on, in that first worship service, they wanted to have a communion service. And so they needed to uh, have the liturgical supplies that... Uh, would, would be necessary for a communion service. And so the, they were starting to think about the, uh, the communion um, uh, uh, plates, the communion plates, but uh, those were actually called patens, P-A-T-E-N-S, the patens. And, and they wanted to have them made out of wood and they wanted to have eight stations that day. Today, we'll have four stations for communion. They wanted to have eight stations available. And so, uh, they were going to have these eight plates, and each of them, they were going to engrave a passage of Scripture. Uh, they, they, the committee got together. Of course, a committee made, made those decisions. And the committee could find seven of the eight Scriptures that they wanted on the plates But they couldn't find the eighth uh, passage, it had to be short, and they couldn't find it. So finally they went to the architect uh, who was working with them, and uh, he came up with a wonderful one. He said, let's put Matthew 26, verse 50 on it, and here's what it says. Jesus says to Judas, friend, why are you here? Why are you here? Now, do you remember the first time that passage of Scripture was uh, spoken? I, I take you back to what we call Holy Week. It's that last week of Jesus' life. We know that Jesus came into the city of Jerusalem, uh, uh, riding on the back of the donkey. People were cutting down palm fronds and placing them, <clears throat> placing them on the ground. They're taking off their cloaks, placing them on the ground, palm branches, singing, Hallelujah, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We know that Jesus went into the the city of Jerusalem on Monday and he cleared the, the money changers from the temple. And then on Thursday of that week, we know that Jesus wanted to gather with his close disciples. It was the Passover, the Jewish Passover. And in that Jewish Passover, he wanted to gather all of his disciples together and there at the very end of that meal, he took a common loaf of bread and he said, this is my body given for you take, eat in remembrance of me. And then afterwards, he, 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 he took a, 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 a piece of the chalice, and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. Take and drink this. And at the end of the meal, Jesus gathers all of his disciples together, and then they go and they follow him down to the Kidron Valley from where the upper room was, and in the old city of Jerusalem, and he goes down to the Kidron Valley, and about a 25-minute walk, he goes to the garden where the olive trees are. And he tells his disciples, you stay here and pray while I go away and pray. And when Jesus comes back the first time, well, what are the disciples doing? They're sleeping. Jesus goes off again. And when he comes back again, He hears a commotion. And he looks over to to his left, I believe, and and there he was, uh, Judas, the one who who was going to betray him, and the the Roman soldiers coming down. And Judas had told uh, the the, the Roman soldiers, take the one that I kiss. And it's right there in this scene. When Judas comes right up to Jesus, and I believe just before the kiss of betrayal, Jesus simply turns to Judas and says, Friend, why are you here? I think it's interesting that he says, Friend. See, Jesus knew uh, from the very moment uh, uh, of that Last Supper who it was that was going to betray him. In fact, Jesus says, the one with whom I am dining is going to betray me. And, And then we come to this place in which Judas comes and he betrays the Christ. And Jesus still says, friend, why are you here? So I want to ask you, right where you are, whether you are in the sanctuary or whether you're watching at home or some hotel room or wherever you are, why are you here today, this moment? And while you contemplate that question, I'm going to have the children of our congregation to present the communion elements. Because I think it's important for you to know that as you contemplate this question of why are you here, that you also have something to look forward to, and that is the meal of grace that God gave his son, Jesus Christ, to live and die for each of us. Thank you. So have you thought about it? I know some of you were thinking about the football game last night or tonight, or the better game tomorrow night. But why are you here? Why did you choose to come here today? You know, I think that all of us have a past, don't we? I I don't think that there's a single person gathered in worship today that doesn't have a past, that doesn't have that moment or those moments in which we ask ourselves, why in the heck did I do that? Why in the heck did I say that? And perhaps what you need to hear today and you need to feel today is simply God's grace and God's forgiveness. That's why you're here today. Perhaps you have a memory that's floating in your mind right now. Perhaps it was something that you did 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, or perhaps it's something that you did uh, yesterday, or perhaps it's something that you did this morning as you were coming to worship and you need to just to feel uh, the, the presence of Christ coming and laying a hand on you and saying, friend, why are you here? And to know uh, that Christ has no other desire than to draw near in faith with you and to have you feel the sense of release and, re- and, 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 and freedom from the bondage that has held you for year after year. Why are you here? Or perhaps it's something in your present. Perhaps as you're sitting here today, you have a major decision uh, that you have to make. But perhaps you have a medical issue going on in your life. Perhaps uh, you have a financial issue in your life. Perhaps you have a relational issue happening in your life right now. And, 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 you, and you've tried to do it all on your own. And you feel nothing more than uh, you're spinning like a tornado. And it's ripping up the soul of your life. So maybe you're here today because you need to feel the presence and the love of Jesus the Christ who knows you intimately, who cares for you as if there were no other, Why are you here? Perhaps you need to say to yourself this very moment, I'm here because today I need Christ in my life in a new and profound way. Some of you are thinking about your future. Some of you are thinking about a future that you, uh, that you had not anticipated. Some of you who are retired, you're having to contemplate going back to work because you thought that your planning for 30, 40 years for retirement was going to be all that you would need. And you realize that it isn't. Perhaps you're in a moment in a relationship in which uh, it has been divided and there has been given to you an opportunity for restoration and renewal in that relationship. And you're wondering, how is it that you're going to be able uh, to to take that step? How is it that you're going to be able to move forward? And we hear the Scripture Matthew 26, verse 50. Friend, why are you here? I never heard Jesus condemn Judas. Some of us are here this morning and we're thinking we're not worthy. I love the old liturgy of the communion service that says, we're not worthy to gather up the crumbs from under thy table, but because of thy great and manifold mercy, we don't sit at the table gathering crumbs, but we feast at the banquet table. See, that's what Christ wants for you. So friend, why are you here? You're here today to be forgiven. You're here today to be restored. You're here today because Jesus is our friend. He is our redeemer. And he is the one who gives us a hope for a future that we dare to hope and pray for. Jesus turns to Judas. My friend, why are you here? And Jesus turns and looks at each and every one of you today and simply asks, why are you here? And we can say, because we need to feel the presence of Christ dwelling deep in each of our souls. Why am I here? I need to experience the sacrificial gift of Jesus Christ in the bread and the blood of Jesus the Christ. Amen? Amen.